0: My name is Bill Uh I have a platform called Studio One, where I interview international artists and local artists, um, space where artists can just have conversations about what's going on in their life, so it's an absolute pleasure to get you on to Studio One.
1: Awesome man, thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, uh, Just before we begin, can you briefly introduce yourself and then we can just get started. For sure man, my name is Billy Rafool. I'm a musician from Leamington, Ontario, originally. And, um, you know, I, I split time between here and, and Nashville. Um, and I put records out on Interscope Records. And uh, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> nice cool. So first, I'm, I know you said you grew up in Leamington, Ontario. Can you talk to me about what it was like growing up and when music was not only something that was really prevalent in your life but when you started to really realize how massive music was in your family like when you first started to like realize it I guess
1: yeah I growing up it was around music like crazy because my father's been um, a working musician isn't, for as long as I've been alive um, and uh, longer than that even so I was around guitars and and pianos and songs um, since before I could walk. Um, It was always kind of there. So I I didn't uh, maybe appreciate it as much Um, as I got, you know, into my... I was like, you know, 10, 11, 12 years old, and uh, it was just always there, right? I don't want to say I took it for granted, but... um, I, I didn't really start writing songs until I was 13 or 14 and, and uh, being creative with music, just because it was kind of always there. You know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was uh, around that age where I really was 13 or 14 years old when I uh, understood how much it meant to me.
0: Yeah. And yeah. an interesting thing, too, is uh, artists, um, when you kind of pursue being an artist and making music, there's kind of this... Um, amazing thing when you're surrounded by people that really support you and don't put it in your head how hard it is do you think that it was really easy for you um to pursue music because your family had music in them so you had that kind of backbone push i guess
1: absolutely i always make the joke that it's like getting into the family business right um my uh my dad was the was the one who had to have those you know that conversation with his parents years and years ago about wanting to be a musician, which is you know it's kind of like a very foreign concept for them. Yeah, um, my grandparents came to Canada from Lebanon um, in the fifties, and uh, the last thing they thought their oldest son was going to be was you know playing in bars, and playing in bands, and stuff like that. You know, mm. uh, they wanted him to go to school. Um, and uh, get an education and uh, get into something maybe a little more stable. <laughs> um, and uh, so he, he he kind of paved the way for me to be able to do this with uh, support and um, encouragement. Whereas I think with a lot of musicians coming up, you know, it, it's it can be a um, it can be a difficult thing, you know, to tell your parents, I don't
0: want to go to school, I don't want to do this, I want to, I want to music. <laughs> I yeah. want to go busk and, and uh, play in bars every night and, and have a job that has literally no security at all. <laughs> 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 can only go on
1: as long as I can go on kind of thing. You
0: know? Yeah. And now I'm um, performing at bars and your early performances. um what were some of the ways, I guess, you motivated yourself? Because I know when it comes to performing in bars and you're really starting out and performing to strangers, how is that for you in terms of building confidence in yourself and your performances? And how do you think those early performances have helped you now, given the fact that you've opened tours and done bigger shows?
1: Uh, you know, it was it, it, um, all like about little victories. First of all, I, I love playing songs so much. I love playing guitar and singing so much. So the fact that I could go do that and get paid, even if it was scraps or like a little bit of money, I could, uh, do that. And that was amazing. So I was, I was already high on that, but, um, it was little victories, like going into a bar where there may be 10, 15 people on there and getting a few people to really listen or getting some people to respond and clap. And, um, ask questions about songs if they were my songs or, you know, get engaged people in a setting where you're literally there to be background music a lot of the time, you know, yeah, um, you know, at the main event, the hockey game on the TV is the main event or the really great bar nachos at that place. You know, it's, it's, uh, about the, the little victories, you know, connecting with people in a room where there's a lot of distraction. So I think those little things, having a good gig to me was, was was that like having four or five people really listening that was a great night that kind of inspired me and kept me going in a business that really uh that shit's hard man especially if you want to play your own music i have um a lot of friends and um obviously just my dad it's a great example of like someone who's still in the bars obviously not this moment right now but uh, (laughs) yeah normally in the bars you know multiple nights a week and um playing songs people want to hear and then also want to want to play his own and he has a really great following so he's he's worked for that and uh, you know now has the ability to to play original music in that bar setting but when you're starting like it's uh it's difficult you know yeah um, especially I... if what you want to do is you know be an artist and write your own music
0: hmm. and another uh, uh, point on performing that I found really interesting is that you said in interviews that when you did shows you didn't have too much music out or i i think in some respect you didn't have music out but you would be performing and doing the shows um how were how was those because i was going to touch on this later with the fact that you said you, your hope in the future is to release an album so you can have a large uh set of songs to perform how was it in those shows when you didn't have songs out and connecting with people and things like that man yeah it was it was it was weird it was um uh
1: i would it was good in ways too though but i would play shows and do tours with no music out and then have uh you know nothing to sell afterwards and nothing for people to take home or or latch on to i guess it was good in a sense that i could see an honest reaction to certain songs because they're all the same People don't know any of them, right? And it's like you can you can test what works in a way, but it was definitely definitely difficult and and weird to not have to be able to go up and play for forty five minutes in front of someone, right? And have nothing more than like a website, maybe. Um, so that was it was definitely a four, and it was for a while, like three four years, um, working with uh, three years working with the record label, um, not having any music release, but touring because. I have, you know, a, a great
0: set of people working with me and great agents that were able to get me gigs based on acoustic demos, and that's what they were sending around. It was just demo music and uh, stuff that wasn't available. So it was it was very weird mm. for sure. And now on to the process of making music. I know your first single, uh, your first single, and releasing EPs. Um, when it came to the process of starting to build out your discography and building out projects. How were you when you went into it? Um, were you looking at the projects as introductions to yourself? Or for you, was it just the idea of finally releasing records to for fans to have and things like that? Talk to me about the what the process was for the first two EPs. Sorry, man. I, I kind of lost you for just the, the part before that you said. Uh, my first single... I apologize if you're both... No, it's it's totally fine. Uh, uh, The question was, um, can you talk to me about how it was when you released your first single? And then on top of that, I know you've released two EPs uh, prior to this new one. I just want to know what the process was in releasing it, and how did it feel for you? Because was it something like you finally have projects that people can have for themselves or was it something for you where it felt like these are my introductory songs that, um, this is my way of like showing myself. I just want to know how it felt to release them.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's definitely a good feeling. Um, when I got into this, I always wanted to put out albums, um, songs that kind of relied on the one before them and the one after them to be part of something bigger, just cause that's what I grew up on, right? And the music business is a very different place now um, than even when I was younger and then way different than when my father was, was uh, starting out too. So um, I always want to put out records and the fact that I could, haven't been able to do that, you know, it's still a, a goal of mine to have a full length out, hopefully very soon. But um, being able to put out these EPs was a good feeling. For that reason, there's songs that, you know, can, like, work together, uh, that people can listen to songs some get a different feeling because of how they're matched up next to each other. Um, That was always the goal. I think I've done three EPs now at this point, and a live EP. And the live EP was a lot of fun, too, just because that was, like, a show from the same show, and we left banter in between the songs. And, again, it's just about that concept of the thing that came before it that song, you know, it relies on that, and uh, and they kind of work together. Um, I always want to put as much music as possible, so these little collections have been really um, fulfilling. But yeah, the, the next step and the goal is a full length record. We have four EPs out now, <laughs> uh, and so like, I think like six songs, five songs, nine songs, and six songs.
0: You know. Yeah. yeah. And with this new project, uh, A Few More Hours at YYZ, what I found really cool was um, you said that um, this felt like the most experimental project you've done. And I feel like uh, artists today, uh, it's really hard to put artists in genres or in categories because of how ambiguous the music has been, I guess, in the past couple of years. And so for you, when I listen to the EP, there's so many different sounds on the record. Can you explain to me why you personally felt that it's been your most experimental and why you feel as an artist, that's a good thing for you, I guess.
1: Yeah, I guess it's easy to get the kind of music nerdy about it and uh, I look at it a lot, and how the songs are made. And um, I can see that, you know, just from, from doing it, that okay, this song has my voice on acoustic guitar and then this song was made entirely on the computer with uh with samples and and electronic sounds and um and then this song has a full rock band on it so in that sense I'm able to look at it and say wow this is definitely the most experimental thing I've done because no two songs are the same you know uh maybe one or two of them are the same and then they're so different um there's that side of it and then also the fact that um this EP is heavily influenced by things I've done with other artists um and I've done some work with e d m producers and uh their influence is, is on a couple of these songs um like without falling in love and swimming in the deep end songs that are a little bit more electronic um and I worked with some of the same people that I worked on those e d m records with uh so that's you know very present for me um I think it's important because um so I never get bored, I guess. Uh, And it's encouraging to know that, you know, people are reacting to them and not seeing them as too much of a, a, you know, all over the place. Uh, It's encouraging that I can take the music in a bunch of different directions moving forward um, and look for inspiration in different places and not be afraid of different sounds and stuff like that. Um, This is by far the most experimental one, though. Yeah, for sure. A lot of these songs sound like they could be on different projects.
0: And um, just touching back on uh, performing songs and doing shows, I know you said um, it was really inspiring to see your dad perform and to to see um, audiences kind of know the lyrics to the songs. I know um, when you performed in a Munich show, you had kind of this like moment where you kind of had that same experience. I just want to know like how it's been for you to have these conversations with your dad and him seeing the progression of your career so far and things like that. How has that been?
1: Sorry,
0: say that again, man. I apologize. No, it's it's um, okay. Just uh, out of curiosity, because um, you've seen your dad perform and you've opened up for him. I'm just curious to see how he's viewed your progression as an artist, uh, especially you said when you did a show at Munich, uh, fans were singing the lyrics back to you, which is incredibly special. I just want to know how that felt.
1: Oh, uh, man, he, he's super supportive and, and, you know, excited, Um for me to, to put out music. Um, and he understands kind of where I obviously better than anyone where I come from and what I'm inspired by. So he can hear the influence on certain songs and stuff like that. And uh, it's been really, really cool. Um, he obviously gives me notes and ideas and criticism and constructive criticism about, about the songs and like no one else can really, because you know, he knows me so well. Um, it's a really cool thing. you know. Musicians and both make music. Um, it's just been uh, it's been really special, especially to see that you know, the people sing the songs back. Like that's huge. That's exactly what um, I saw my dad doing. You know, when I was younger, and that, that was what, like you said, was so so um, inspiring to me. It was the connection with people and, and everybody singing the, the same lyric and stuff like that. You know, I, I hadn't really experienced that to that extent before going over to Germany and now it's, um, it's made even the shows back here in Canada and the U S better for the same reason. Uh, But it's, it's definitely, it's definitely really surreal to uh, be able to experience that stuff, especially with my, you know, mother and father who are so close to it.
0: Yeah, for sure. And, um, I know the few more hours at 22 North American tour, uh, had to be, uh, Postpone for a, for a bit um, Can you talk to me What it was like Performing just prior to that On the tour?
1: Oh man it was. We were just getting In a groove <laughs> um, <laughs> It was really cool It was like the and So we had this, this tour in, in Germany Last year In um, September It was all sold out And stuff And it was the first Headlines were ever done Outside of North America And it was You know People were singing And the crowds Were were Really full of energy and stuff like that and this tour was starting to feel like that uh, we had never had so many sold out shows um, you know albeit the rooms were small but it was still it felt really cool to you know see see them sell out and i think for the first six out of the six out of the first seven had sold out and uh a few more were selling out on the back end and it was it was just picking up you know we were just getting into a groove um it's a two-piece band just justin and i and um we were, you know, at that point where you start. Okay, now this is the set. This is these are the parts. These are now we we're starting to get creative and jamming a little bit more and uh, improvising a lot more and uh, knowing when to get the crowd involved and stuff like that. It was really getting to like a high point. So it's yeah. a shame that we had to um, not cancel, it, but you know, just pick it up uh, when it's safer to do so.
0: Yeah, and. Usually, I guess, uh, by the point of interviews, I tend to ask, you know, how is the rest of the year looking for you as an artist and things like that? And with um, I know we briefly touched on it and I'm going to ask it again for a bit about the future of a debut album. But for you currently as an artist, how are you holding up? Um, how are you keeping yourself busy uh, during the coronavirus and things like that? Um, Man,
1: I'm uh, I'm more as as creative, or if not more creative than I've ever been, uh, it's forced me to kind of get into recording myself, which I've never been able to record anything decent or worth, you know, salvaging on my own. And this has really forced me to do that. Um, I got a couple really great microphones last, but in the last year that I've been putting to use, and and um, the ability, to just I mean, it's crazy how much you can do. Even in isolation now, um, both my, my drummer and my engineer, Alex, um, drummer Justin, we're all buddies and we share stuff every day, tracks back and forth. i um, been writing a whole bunch and recording a whole bunch and actually getting stuff that um, we're going to use. So that uh, has been really encouraging as well as, you know, learning covers. I haven't learned covers for so long, you know, so I've been covering some of my favorite songs and um, doing little, makeshift videos, uh, we're doing this social distancing tour, which is, you know, on Instagram Live, I've been, uh, you know, promoting these shows as if they're real, <laughs> it's a real tour, Yeah. You know, and doing these online shows, um, we're getting ready to do another one of those um, with some special guests, and it's kind of going to be like a, with a little help from my friends type of thing, it's going to be the second part to this Uh, social distancing too so it's it's very it's very creative time for me I uh which I'm happy about
0: yeah that's great to hear um and yeah so finally uh luckily I I get this pleasure a lot recently and talking to artists about debut albums because most of the artists that I've been interviewing luckily for me because I I feel like a debut album is so special I love asking this question for you I just want to know this Because Later on This could Be revisited Just to know How you were feeling Um How are you gonna feel When you finally release A debut album uh, How does The idea of a debut album Feel for you Is it is it a special thing For you Like Or how does How do you look at Something like that
1: Um It's gonna be really special It's gonna be really Enough not, not to take away From the, the previous releases
0: And Yeah The EPs Um
1: The first record's gonna feel Very special Um And uh it's going to be cohesive, and um, I'm very excited about it. I'm working on it right now.
0: And uh, just on a final note, um, you, I think you're currently 25, going on 26. I know you started your career really young. Um, if you could go back to when you were just about to move to Nashville to now, what's something that you you have learned about yourself as an artist, and what would you want to know then
1: I would just, uh, you know, I would I would want to trust myself a lot more. Um, Not because I'm always right at all; (laughs) I'm often wrong, and I'd probably have been more wrong if I trusted myself a lot. You know, a lot more. than it's just uh, it's a great feeling to uh, uh, go with your gut, and even if it even if it's wrong, uh, my gut's been wrong a lot, and my gut's been right a lot. Uh, but it's kind of like, you know, uh, going out on your own terms kind of thing. I guess I, um, I would, you know, just tell a younger me to, to trust himself
0: a lot more because it, yeah, sure. You're going to, you're going to fail often, but when you, when, when, when you, uh, when you write about something, man, it, it feels all the more better. Yeah, yeah for sure
1: that's not to say I'm, I'm upset with it. the way anything's gone it's just a uh, uh, if there's anything to say to a younger me that would been it.
0: cool um uh, yeah man uh again uh been an absolute pleasure to get you on to studio one um i'm really happy to hear that you're keeping creative and keeping busy and s- staying safe um cool. let um i can't wait to see you at a show and see these records live um again thank that'd you for taking
1: you're, you're in toronto right
0: yeah toronto toronto all right on yeah
1: next time we'll definitely have to get you out to the show
0: yeah for sure um yeah man uh thanks again uh absolute pleasure
1: Sounds good, bro. Thank you so much for
0: having me, bro. You too. You. Thank you. Studio one.